Happy Wednesday, everyone. It's your girl, Adina. It's your girl, Adina, with the 18th edition of the Liberated Pussy Podcast. So happy to be here. I am calling in my sister, Duber, for an amazing conversation today. So Monique is on the way, and Detrick is on the way. There he is. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Detrick, where are you at? Monique, where are you at? Come on in. So that's what we have some, um, some, a beautiful conversation. Okay, I see you, Detrick. Let's see. Yes. So you know how we do here at the Liberated Pussy Podcast. To get our guests in, we do our magic. So come on, let's do this abracadabra thing. Let's do the magic words. Yes, somebody's coming in now. Is that you, Monique? I see a picture, but it's blurry. Let's see. Okay. okay. Or is that you, Detrick? I see. Detrick, is that you? Oh, I see you now. Yay. Woo. Hello. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Monique, are you there? I am. Okay. I, so I can... again, I have only Detrick that I can see, just like when we were on with Rakim. Mm, okay. Detrick, can you so, see me? I can see you just fine. Okay. Awesome. Detrick, are you drinking water out of a wine glass? Of course. He's fancy <laughs> like that. Turn that water into wine. Hello. I, I can't tell Man, the difference. You can't tell the difference in water and wine? No. Ashay. Ashay. Right. Welcome. That is welcome. so funny. It is beautiful to see your smiling face. Yes. So we Just a have second. An amazing... Is that better? Okay. Is that better? Yeah, it is. I choose better. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you had to get all that black people grease off your camera. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. <laughs> that's, right. that's why they all say that, that black coconut oil. All that yes. coconut oil. All that coconut oil. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I, I don't I don't do this very often, so I have to um, you know, I had to wipe it off and prepare. Okay. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. It's with great pleasure that we welcome you here today. Yes, the so folks are coming in the room. They're excited about this conversation. Yeah. Mm. Yes. So Monique, my sister, how are you? Um, You know what? I'm really good. Just in that moment, I was like, oh, Adina's about to call on me and she's about to ask me about the astrology and I did not check it. Okay. (laughs) Like that's exactly what I just thought in this moment. Um, Okay. Well, you want a moment and we can start, we can have Detrick introduce himself. Yes, we can. Monique is in LA. Detrick is in Texas. I'm in the DC area. I'm in Maryland. Detrick, is it snowing in Texas? We've been hearing all kinds of stuff about, you know, like Texas and y'all's weather. What's happening? Actually, it is not snowing, um, but it is uh, colder than normal in Texas. Okay. Um, temperature is probably in the 20s right now. What is Dallas even? But doing? it is, but it is beautiful outside. It is beautiful okay. outside. Well, it's, I mean, it's, it's global warming is what it is. Okay. But that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother. Another, that's a whole nother another topic. Yeah. We're not even yes. talking about yeah, that today. We, we are, right. Because <laughs> I'm going to tell you. Okay. Okay. 
Okay. Um, I'm sorry. That was just very funny, Detrick, mm-hmm. that you are in. I, I, when you said that, I was like, oh, that's right. Detrick is a politician. I forgot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. One of the that's things you are. One, one of, of the, the things you are. Many things. Yes, and and yes. with that, Detrick, tell tell the people who don't know you who you are. Monique and I know Detrick, okay? We've traveled to Egypt with Detrick. We've been mm-hmm. in community with this brother for, for years now. And so we love you. We respect you. Tell the people who don't know you who you are. Hmm. Wow. Uh, well, you know, I won't prolong this. I can talk. We know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, know so, you know, they always say I was born the son of a sharecropper. I won't start there. <laughs> Please. Speed it up. Come on. Yeah, so yeah, I'll, I'll come we got here. an hour. We got, got an hour. So basically, um, uh, my name is Detrick DeBurr. I, um, I'm an advocate. Uh, I'm a I'm a I'm a political investor. That's the way I like to term it. You said uh, politician. Mm-hmm. I'm a political investor, meaning I I invest in public policy. Um, specifically, um, I do men's work. That's a that's a o- overarching term for it. I'm very very invested in um, in where my brothers are, uh, in particular, uh, and focused on that uh, specifically. A lot of my work has been around um, where do we go from here? And I use I, I don't I, I'm very careful about using the term men because we could have a whole another discussion about that in and of itself being deb- debatable about what's a man and what's a woman. But I don't even have that today. So I like to just talk about the masculine in general, specifically. And then I focus, uh, you know, t- particularly for brown-skinned men. Uh, where I can, but a lot of what I do is, um, you know, pertains to every person who is in a male body, if you want to use that term, a lingam owner or what have you. And, and then, um, um, but I do that through what I call emancipatory tantra, uh, meaning that um, I have looked at the, the tantric sciences and how do I use and apply those things to liberate me uh, and liberate others, because I believe that the tantric sciences have been uh, a source and force of liberation since the beginning. Mm. Uh, And so I try to pull that together, try to put it in some modern terms and what have you, so that it doesn't get ethereal, but that's pretty much what I do. Thank you. And that's just the tip of the iceberg, because it's so much more to this, brother. Thank you, Detrick, and welcome. Yay! Yay. Where do you think of that, Monique? Happy to hear. I love that he talks about that you talked about not he that Detrick, that you're talking about tantra in this way um as a healing tool and liberation because <laughs> that's right and liberation because it is it really is and I have learned so much from that practice so I'm excited to have this conversation mm-hmm. with you so before we go into that because I don't want to get I want to talk about the astrology just a little bit just a little bit so I really the thing that's very important for us to understand right now you all is that the ages have changed we mm-hmm. have changed from one age and we've been talking about it they've been singing about for 50 years this is the dawning of the age of Aquarius age of Aquarius, Aquarius. <laughs> right. so they've been saying that 
but it is really here now for real. And the evidence of it is that our old reality is collapsing, collapsing so rapidly. And now it's time for us to be pointing ourselves in the new direction of where we're going. I was just talking with someone that I'm, that I speak with regularly. We work together. And for a while, she's been like, I don't like my job. I don't like my job. I don't like my job. And then today they text her, you're laid off. And, but because it's time because she created that in her consciousness, you know, we do it unconsciously just through sort of like following an internal feeling. Like we know that we're not where we're really meant to be. We know we can feel that there's something else that we desire. Right. But we are um, slow. And now I don't want to say that I don't want this to sound judgmental, but we have been able to be slow, but I want people to understand now that that is over with. That time is over with. We are in the new energy. It is time to go. So we have um, the moon conjunct the, the North Node. The North Node is your Dharma, which you're really here for. The moon is in Aries. The North Node is in Aries. And that's saying, it's time for me to take action. It's time. The gun had this like, pow, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> pow. No, we're in, go. We're in, right. We're in the first quarter phase again. So Aries is the first quarter moon is in Aries. And so this is really about breaking free from those old things that don't serve us anymore. So like my girlfriend texts the job that she didn't really want anyway, that she was just there because of money released her today. And, and that, because that old thing is breaking away, it's done, it's gone. And now it's time to go into the new direction. Now, many of us, maybe we are further along. We've been planning already. We've been already readying ourselves. Or maybe you're still in an old job that you hate and you know you want out of it, but you don't know how. Those are two different extremes I just spoke of. But it's the same thing at the same time. It's the same thing, right? So all you need to do is begin to take one action in the direction of your desire. Mm -hmm. One. And people think that that has to be something big and internal. It does not. It might be mean that you write down. I know that I desire to feel this way. I know that I desire to live a life. That can be the one action because that is enough. That is the seed planted in your psyche, in the subconscious that's saying, okay, we got somebody else who's ready to go to the next place. And then the universe will begin to do the work to get you there. But you have to be willing to go. You have to be willing to go. And we can feel it in our lives. We don't, we're in relationships we don't want to be in anymore. We're in, um, and I don't mean just romantic relationships. We're, we're in relationships that are configured in ways that don't allow us to be ourselves. Let me say it that way. I agree with that. Okay. So it's not that we don't want to be in them anymore. They are configured in ways that don't allow you to be who you are becoming. Right? Mm. So... So it's time for you to be loyal to yourself, to give yourself what you need to blossom, to become who you are here to be. And that might mean stepping out of the shade of someone else who doesn't understand that. That's all it means. Not Just sure. step out of that. They don't have to be wrong. wrong. Ain't nobody wrong. Ain't nobody wrong. It just is what it is. So the astrology is really moving us forward, you all. Um, the sun is about to be conjunct Pluto today, tomorrow, and the next day. And so this is a death. This is a death of the things that you have been giving your authority away to. Many of us, I can't leave because of money. I can't do this because 
of I'm not this yet. All those are narratives and stories that don't mean nothing but the shit that you are giving them. They mean nothing. <laughs> we live in a meaningless universe. It's all meaningless. We we have, we give it the meaning, right? So just say this don't mean nothing to me. I don't need it anymore. And then what does that mean? And then allow yourself to sit with that. How does it feel? to let that thing go. Imagine yourself. I used to have a lover where I would just imagine him having sex with somebody else. So <laughs> I could just ready myself for it. And then I would feel the pain of that. Mm -hmm. I would feel what the release was going to right? So that's what you got to do. You have to embody the newness and feel what it's going to feel like. Feel the grief of letting something go before you let it go. And then it won't, mm. then it won't feel that bad when you have to let it go. That's the magic. I'm, I'm, That's the magic. I'm reminded, I'm reminded mm -hmm. there was a, you know, there's a song that used to say, you know, tell old Pharaoh to let my people go, right? Mm -hmm. But that wasn't the problem. The people wouldn't let Pharaoh go. That was the problem. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Pharaoh was like, Bye. and the people wouldn't let Pharaoh go. Yes. So, uh, so the command really wasn't to Pharaoh at all. Right. It was like people let Pharaoh right. go. Yes. People go. You that's have right. What you need, go. That's right. Mm -hmm. Go, go. So that's this what is we're the dealing perfect with. Perfect setup yes. for the first question, Monique. Go ahead. The first go ahead. question to you, Zetrick is the journey of men in healing themselves. Can you talk about that? So in your introduction, you talked about that from a tantric perspective mm -hmm. and from sure. a holistic perspective and a brown man perspective. Talk about that journey of letting go of Pharaoh. Hmm, interesting. Uh, well, first of all, um, and I'm gonna use the term men and women just for the sake of the discussion, not to necessarily get bogged down and what's a man and a woman, okay? All right, so I'll just use those terms just because that's what people are accustomed to. Um, women have an advantage. Um, they have uh, this uh, leg up, if you want to use this term, intellectually, spiritually, and I'm like, I'm simply saying this, this innate connection to not only the universe and nature, but the God being the source of whatever term that being, you know what I mean? Most women, Regardless of where you're born, right? There are socio-biological things that kind of push you in a certain direction. You know what I mean? No woman decides, you know what? I think I would like breasts now. Or I think I would like monarchy now. I mean, you know, I have a cycle. That's, that's not what happened. One day, right, forces took over and said, this is where we're going and this is what we're doing. Right? Mm -hmm. um, and, and hips still out. And you know what I mean? And there's a, there's a mother pull that... Regardless of her sexual orientation. So I say that women on the planet have an advantage that they have this natural innate pull um, that turns them, if I can use this analogy, from girls into women. If I can just use those analogies, right? Um, it's, it's, it's hormonal, it's spiritual, it's, it's a whole nother level. Men don't necessarily have that, okay? We we have, to, we have to latch on to something. We have to go through an initiatory process to move us from boys to men. And unfortunately, if it's not conscious, many of us become men accidentally or through incident, uh, um, but with no focus conscious, right? So we don't know where you're going to end up. We just kind of cross our fingers and hope the boy turn out right. You know what I mean? 
And so what's necessary is, uh, especially for men, is a very conscious, intentional process that says, okay, all right, I'm going to deal with my boyhood issues. I'm going to deal with my boyhood traumas. I'm going to deal with my masculine hangups and get on a conscious path to do so. It must be conscious. Whereas I would say a lot of times, sisters, you know, you just find your way into the church and just fall. You know what I mean? And it just it just work itself out. When you see a man in the church, that man had to do some work to get there. Right. You know what I mean? Matter of fact, the, the, the religion, actually, in my opinion, was for him. <laughs> the, the rules are built into her and the rules have to be taught to him. Right. Uh, so with that said, um, that's where we have to start. We have to make a conscious decision. And fortunately, what's happening is, is, is that I, I think the planet is so out of balance that sisters are making pulls onto men. You know, there, there used to be just a commercial that said, it don't, it's not Hanes until she says it's Hanes. You remember that commercial? Where no. there was, there was, there was a, if there, there's an old commercial and the lady would grab the underwear off the, off the, uh, off the, uh, what do you call it? Conveyor belt. And she would pull them and stretch them and pull it in and out. And it couldn't have the Hanes stamp until she approved it. Okay. Got it. And a lot of women come into a man's life just like that. I'm about to find out he ain't man until I say he's a man. Right? And hold on. If, if, if he doesn't, she puts him back at the beginning of the, of the assembly line to start over. I think many of us, uh, especially in this society, that assembly line is happenstance. It's a stroke of luck. Uh, but I'm glad you mentioned that, though. We're in a new day and a new time, and it's, quote, unquote, the dark ages have, have ended. And so now um, those paths, and, and I use the term path loosely because it's actually a circle. These circles are uh, a developing for men to find themselves into, join themselves into, and work, and work it out among themselves. And... And there's validation of that because when you do, now you find that the feminine compliments you and you compliment her, right? So the last thing, and I'll end with is the last thing, uh, I saw it this way. Somebody was like, men are out there looking for wives and wives are looking out, out there looking for, for uh, I mean, women are out there looking for husbands and why can't they come together? And my response was, well, wives only look for husbands and husbands only look for wives. And if you're not one of the other, you won't see the other. Mm. You're not meant to, right? Mm -hmm. So you'll go back to the beginning of the assembly line. What's happening right now is many men are saying, you know what? I want to go back to the assembly line and go through this initiatory process uh, correctly. In healthy society, there has always been an initiatory process mm -hmm. uh, since the beginning of time. And right now, um, I think we're going to have to find, our, find those uh, initiatory processes again. Mm. Sounds like rites of passage is what you're talking about. Like if we don't initiate ourselves through, which is what indigenously was done, there was a process for mm -hmm. the young boys to process into manhood. But now it's just life in most cases will initiate you if you don't take conscious effort to be a part of initiation and bringing yourself into manhood or womanhood or, or the like. Yeah, and you agree? Yeah. It's a stroke mm -hmm. of love. And just be honest, let's be clear. Mm -hmm. uh, a privilege mm -hmm. just because you were born with testicles does not mean you should be qualified okay 
that doesn't qualify you, right? Mm -hmm. You have to go through a process. Uh, what is it, Maladoma? Uh, so May talks about his process. He was, I don't know if you guys know him, he, who no. uh, Maladoma is, but basically well, yeah. Yeah, he, 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 um, he was kidnapped when he was a young boy from his uh, village, Daga village. And so therefore um, he went to school uh, in these European schools and what have you, and he ran away at 19 to come back to his home village. He couldn't sit with the men. They put him back with the kids mm. and told him he had to go through the initiation process like every, every other young man had to do to sit, quote unquote, at the man's table, at the men's table. And I realize he's 19, he's 20. He's, he's, he's older than a lot of the men who were in the men's section of the village. He had to go back through that process. So just because you are 18 or just because you can um, ejaculate semen and just because you, uh, you know, are 40 years old, this has zero to do with you being a man in this day and time. Absolutely. Awesome. I have a son and he is going to be 17 in a few weeks and he has, he's so excited to be a man. And I tell him all the time, just because you turn 18 doesn't make you a man, baby. <laughs> like, just, between you, gonna... <laughs> just because you turn 38 don't make you a man or That's 48 right. or 58. That has yes. zero to do with your biological yes. age. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Nothing to do with that. If, That's so, right. If you have not gone through a process, you probably are, like I said, I don't want, because we, because we stumble our way and, mm -hmm. and some of us can just find our way and only by the grace of God, mm -hmm. uh, find out, find our way. And we just need to be more intentional about it. That's all. I, I really appreciate this because there's a lot of, um, debate going on online around, you know, in relationships, like, like you said, men looking for husbands, no men looking for wives and wives looking for husbands. There might be some but, truth to that, but go ahead. <laughs> right, right. There, there might be some truth to that. And, and I, I don't even care about that. That's not what I'm saying. But my point is, um, this initiation piece is the great challenge because there is this, you know, like, Gosh, I'm gonna just say it like how do like people how do I find a good man? And I believe I mean I've always been surrounded by men who are um pursuing a higher learning because that's what that's what that's what I'm doing. So I'm gonna be surrounded by men and women who are like that. Um but the question is how like I don't even know what my question is. It's just that I can this this piece that you're talking about where men are not initiated into manhood, it is showing up profoundly in our communities and in our relationships. Absolutely. And how do we get men to want it? Because a lot of men don't think they need anything. They <laughs> think it's fine. Monique, yeah. when we were talking about it, we used the term a safe man. Mm -hmm. And so we can define what safe is and, and perhaps using your terminology, Detrick, initiated. So a man who is actually in his manhood, not in yes. his boyhood, but has done the work to actually be a man, you know, not, not just one mm -hmm. with semen and testicles, like you said, but actually a real man. What makes define it, de define it for us from your perspective? Mm -hmm. What do you mm -hmm. think an initiated man looks like? Well, first of all, let me say that it's a circle, so I don't think you ever, ever get there. That's my thing. Right. So I'll, I'll say it like that. So it's levels. It's kind of like... It's a 
once you circle exactly it's right and so uh it's kind of almost like a martial art just because you got your black belt doesn't mean you stop at that mm -hmm. point you know what right. i mean you, you, you're just beginning to kind of get your mind around and more importantly embody um the art mm -hmm. um but, the, but but there are signs there there are telltale signs um some of the telltale signs is presence i i, I tell all my sisters look there is there is nothing that a man will do out in the world that he won't do with you and vice versa. When I, when I talk to my sisters, I'm like, you know what? You don't have to get to know him. Just what, look at what he's doing. See, he's not going to show up at work late and then show up on time with you. That's not going to happen. <laughs> okay. Stop expecting that. Right. He's not going to be responsible out there and then be, be irresponsible with you and vice versa. Men show up in the world, how they show up with women and vice versa. So you're just a great, uh, what do you call it? Reflection. You're a great proxy for where he is. I know of an investor who will not invest in, and I'm just talking, if he were investing in a, in a, in a, in a, in a, 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 a business founded by a man, he would not invest in you until he met your wife or your significant other. And he said, I want to see how they get along. I want to see how she looks at him because he's asking me for this million dollars, two million dollars. I can't give him my money and she doesn't respect him. Why should I? And so, of course, he's going to tell me, you know, whatever I need to hear. Right. You know, he didn't, he gonna put on the best suit for me. But my point is, she knows him. She's his credit report, if I can use that. <laughs> right. She's his credit report she can see the good she knows the good the bad and the ugly right and the wrong uh, of him and um, so what we're looking for is people who are on the path and that's that's what I would say it's kind of like if you want to find people who know how to fight go to the dojo mm. now that doesn't mean I mean one of them may have been in the dojo for two days but he has committed himself to learning how to fight okay you're better off with a person who is committed themselves Okay, <laughs> to learn how to fight than a person who can fight real good but hasn't committed themselves to learn how to fight. You're mm. better off with that person who's on that path because every day in every way that person will get a little bit better and better and better. And more importantly, though, you can feel it. You can feel it. Um, there's a um, there's an air about him. There's a way he carries himself. You feel safe in his presence. Okay, your body will tell you, girl, stick, stick close to him. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that means. That doesn't mean marry him. That may, may, may be just be his friend or whatever, but stick close to him. Mm -hmm. Okay, you'll have situational awareness, meaning he'll know what's going on on the planet and he'll know what's going on, hopefully, if he's paying attention to you. Mm -hmm. So these are just some, some, of the, some of the real basics, right? Some of the really, really basics. That's what we're looking for. We're looking for men that are on the path. Ashe. Ashe. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in respects to that, because you I love I love the conversation. OK, mm -hmm. you tapped into the feminine mm -hmm. and the value that he presents to the feminine. So what do you think from your perspective and how you shared just now about, quote unquote, a safe man or an initiated man, the value that the masculine brings to the feminine and, and the masculine really valuing the, the value of the feminine? How do you mm. see that reflected? You know what? I, I always tell men, you know what? We got to stop watching ESPN and start 
watching the Weather Channel. And he'd be like, huh? I said, stop, stop watching ESPN and start watching the Weather Channel. Now, let me, I'm going somewhere with this. You see, ESPN is where the sports are, right? And so it, it's, it's all about the competition between two teams, whether it be basketball, baseball, football, you pick it. It's, it's the channel for competition. And we can really get into that. Really get into that. That's why we watch it. We go from ESPN 1 to ESPN 2 to ESPN College. Right? I, t I tell women all the time, men don't have ESP. They have ESPN. They can't read your mind. They got ESPN, not ESP. But anyway, so initiated men or intelligent men, in my just using my terminology here, watch the weather channel. Because here's the thing about the weather channel. Regardless of how cold it is outside, it's right now it's 17 degrees. There's nothing I can do about it, but appreciate it and enjoy it where it is. I can make adjustments to it. I can put a coat on, but there's nothing I can do to go outside to warm it up for everybody. I just got to sit in it and be there present. This is important with it. If it was a hurricane, there's nothing I can do. To stop that hurricane, nothing. The best I can do is board up some windows. You know, the best I can do is make sure I find myself some shelter. The reason I say men study the weather channel because you want to get a healthy appreciation for nature where she is. Where she is. And then you learn to be content where she is. Yes, I, I love sunny days, but it's cold outside. I guess I could fuss and fight about it being cold or an intelligent man would make a fire, find some heat, get a coat, put on some gloves and a hat. Okay. Um, that's what we need to be doing. Appreciating the feminine where she is, because if she's a hurricane that day, she's a hurricane for a reason. A hurricane is a natural weather pattern. More importantly, brother, that you cannot stop. <laughs> I say that you cannot stop. Now, if you want to, you can change climates, but you can't change the weather. I'm in Texas. Eventually, it's going to be cold in Texas. Eventually, it's going to be snow in Texas. Not as much as it does in Alaska. So I guess I can move, right? I guess I can move. But at the end of the day, if I move to Costa Rica today, sooner or later, there's going to be a hurricane in Costa Rica. Okay. So there will always be a weather pattern. And so what I believe men do and should do, and the reason we should study the weather is how to be content, whole and complete, and present, regardless of what the weather is. Okay. Regardless of what it is. Oh, that's... <laughs> that is so real. Yes. Like, that's visceral. I think, I mm -hmm. think people can understand that in looking at how vast the feminine is. Part of the issue is they don't generally have a really good understanding of how changeable the feminine is but yes. the weather is a perfect example mm -hmm. of that and how you deal with mother nature thank you for she that has, she has cycles yes mm -hmm. for a reason seasons. Yes. Yes. she has seasons mm -hmm. you know um you know in the whole tantra thing a you know men also and we gotta be very careful because what she like on tuesday is not may may not be what she like on thursday bro was she like the last week? Yeah, yeah, that was last week, man. Right? 
So your job is not to necessarily find out what she likes, but to find out where she is. Mm-hmm. And she'll ebb and flow between that, back and forth. You know, I tell my sons, uh, my oldest is married. I say, hey, man, you, you know, I was giving him some what I, quote unquote father marriage advice. I was like, you know, get a coat, get a hat, get a pair of shorts some flip flops, have them by the door. He said, we say, why? I say, because you always need to be aware of what the weather is outside. Okay, and then dress accordingly. That means act accordingly. That means cover yourself accordingly. Okay, and I said, now once you've done that, take that same methodology and strategy with your wife, hmm. because you will frustrate yourself when she's cold <laughs> and you're looking for warmth. You got to be able to create your own warmth. And more importantly, stay present for her. Because a lot of us, what we will do is move when the weather gets too bad. And then you got another weather pattern. I, I, like that's my point. That's right. 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 It's too cold in New York. Let me right. move to Texas. Well, guess what? Hello. Right. We got some 17. No for you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Presence, 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 presence. If there's one word, if I can sum it all up, if there's one word, and this is the gift is that you have to be present mm-hmm. have to be present there's a book um Eckhart Tolle power of now mm-hmm. at the end of the day Eckhart's whole book is about I call I call it it's tantra in one word it's the power of now be present today right here in this moment mm-hmm. and that I I believe that will get you extremely far mm-hmm. uh with many yoni owners extremely far just present Mm -hmm. just stay there god this is so so good like i could almost like float off into never never land honestly (laughs) like (laughs) and what i mean is it's so profound to hear uh lingam owner as you say Mm -hmm. which i think is a powerful um visual to to learn to study the weather Mm -hmm. because as a woman i understand that the seasons are changing in me rapidly Mm -hmm. the weather patterns from sometimes i could wake up in the best mood but by six you know six minutes later something has come through and it's done it's over and and giving myself the permission for women to give ourselves the permission to feel and to have safe spaces to feel where, you know, um, where's what's wrong with you and how come you got that? And that's too much. And right. It's, but I also know that I'm creating my reality. So if I can be safe within myself, if I can be like, Oh, well, what is this you're feeling? Oh, there used to be a time where, you know, many women, including myself felt like we can't, we can't feel what we feel because everyone's so reliant upon us. We can't feel our own rain. We can't be a rainy day and still be worthy of love. Yeah, and, and that makes you unattractive. That's one of the, mm. the most masculine places to be. You Ooh, see, the reason so that you, the reason that you mm. can move, is because I'm going to stand still. Mm. That's why you. I'm. A, I'm a pole, and you move around the pole. Yeah. You know that. That's 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 what that's what the masculine brings. He brings a level of steadiness. He has to be able to say, girl, you're beautiful when you get angry. Man, you know, you know? as a matter of fact, I, kn- I know you're upset, 
Can I, can I just hold you just a second? Here's an exercise, and I do this because one of the things that I think men need to do is really train their nervous systems. What I, any man that can hear this, any man that hears this, what I want you to do is I want you to hold your breath. As soon as you pay attention, as soon as you feel your body starting to say, I need to breathe, you are about to get a taste of the feminine. Stay there. Once it starts to hurt a little bit, that's the feminine. You, you in there now. You got to be able to stand in that discomfort. That's what yoga is. Yoga is put your body in an awkward position, then stay there. And that's what practicing yoga is. That's what practicing tantra is. The reason that you can be in a pleasurable space is because you can turn every space that you're in into a pleasurable space, whether it's painful or not. But unfortunately, many of us as men, what we'll do is the moment that she brings a little hail, we want to go in the opposite direction. No, no, no. That's the time you show up. That's the time she needs you. That's the time to be present. Um, but that re requires a lot of work. That requires a lot of work. Hold your breath. And when you can't breathe, I want you to think about the woman you love. That's what I tell men. Not because she's painful, but because now, now you're at your limits. You see what I'm saying? See, every man is good when you ain't stressing him out. Every man is good when you got a pocket full of money. Every man can rock with you when, oh, baby, you're wonderful. You're so awesome. You whatever, you know. But, but when, you know, but when, when he gives you a shh and you give him shit, okay, or he gives you a he and you give him hell, now you find out what you're working with. And he wow. needs to be able to say, I'm going to be your husband. I'm going to be your lover, regardless of where you are. Because I'm not being it in, re in response to you. I, that, this is who I am. So you go ahead and wild out. Go ahead and act a fool. Go ahead and do your thing. I'm, I'm being a little facetious here too, right in my, in my talk here just to be. But my point is she needs to know he ain't going nowhere. No, nowhere. I don't care what kind of fool I act today. He, he, ain't, he ain't going nowhere because his role in my life is not predicated on how I act. Do you know where we would be if I'm if if our mothers and fathers had treated us how we acted? Oh my God! Yeah, I'd have never have ate. Children. Yeah, exactly. You love them anyway. You absolutely do. Sometimes even more. Sometimes it's like, oh, I love that defiance. I'm hey. so happy you got your own backbone. Exactly. I'm mm -hmm. so happy that you can feel comfortable enough to push up against me. You, you see know the mess in that. You see the medicine yes, in that. Right. That's right. I wanted to ask you something, Detrick, because I've been, there's this, there's some conversations online um, where they're saying things like men are not capable of love. And as I'm listening to you, I think that it, that, that has moved through my mind. And what I realize is that I feel like our definitions of love are superficial mm. and Maybe men are not capable of that superficial ass bullshit romantic fairy tale love. But what I hear you saying is somebody who can stand 
because they have a commitment to themselves to be a certain thing. That is love. That is love. <laughs> that is to be who they are. <laughs> yes. yes. And so what what is your what is your conversation around this idea of romantic love and and real love? Like what do you think about that uh, for men? It's, it's interesting. Uh, Bell Hooks has a great book called All About Love. Mm -hmm where she starts the first probably 100 pages trying to define what love is. Um, first of all, the, the notion of love has shifted so much, especially over society, saying that we really don't know where it is. At the end of the day, in my opinion, love is, is when someone's loving you, they are helping you get better. You know what I mean? Um, they, are, they, they, they are helping you get to the next level. That's what your lover does. Love, a, a lover or a person that loves you doesn't make your life easier. Mm. They make you better is what they do. Um, and so you have to ask yourself the question, am I better off today than I was last year with so-and-so? And if the answer to that question is no, hmm, you have to ask, see, because you can depend on somebody. You know, you guys can, they call it cathexis. Uh, what is it, cathexis? Cathexis, where two people are together because they need each other, right? Mm -hmm. And we talk a lot of times about, you know, grandma and them stayed together for 50 years because they couldn't live apart, right? They couldn't make it without each other. So they, that, that doesn't mean they loved each other. It just means that, hell, he brought in money and, you know, she made sure he had a house, a roof over his head. And we're, we're past that point now to where we can start really asking the question, uh, is this a loving place to be? Loving is always truthful. Loving is always authentic. Um, that doesn't mean loving is not painful. Matter of fact, loving a lot of times is painful. If you've ever given birth, it's probably one of the most painful things you did, did in your life, but it's also the most loving thing you did in your life. So clearly, um, um, you know, he, don't, he doesn't make me happy, you know, that we, we, we've conflated, I guess is what I'm getting at, a lot of other things with love. But the, probably the simplest way that I, that, that I measure it is um, two, two, two ways. Number one is, am I getting better in this situation? And that's a loving situation. And then as a, and a proxy that I use is, do they love what I love? That's a proxy for me. That's just a personal thing. Meaning that you love my children because I love my children. That's why you love them. I have to tell you real quick and then I'll stop. You know, my daughter was a competitive cheerleader. I knew nothing about cheerleading, but I was at every one of them cheerleading, man. I became the expert cheerleading dad. I was Googling what a backflip was. I, hey, I would sit there for four hours watching all this cheer to see one person do a backflip. That's love. I didn't spend all my money, money I don't have, okay, Sacri making the sacrifices that were necessary, not because I loved cheerleading, but because I loved her. And by virtue of me loving her, that put me in the place where I had to watch cheerleading, or I had to learn about cameras, or I had to learn about whatever. Uh, but, but, but children are a great, great way uh, a great example of it. That, that's why. That's why I said women have an advantage a lot of times because many of them have children, and by default, I don't. You can take the most hardcore criminal woman. If she has children, you will see the mother in her. She'll she'll find a mother gene. I don't care how she was treated, right? And 
And men, we have to learn that process. You know, we have to learn that process. Um, so um, anyway, I just say that to say that um, a good metric of love is that are you getting better just a little bit every single day? Mm -hmm. I love that metric mm -hmm. because that's something that you can ask yourself right now, no matter what your relationship is. That's true. Yes. You can actually do that today. Look at where you are and where you were and then take it further in terms of where you want to go. So mm -hmm. in the, the frame of this conversation, we've heard the masculine say, and men say this all the time, my job is to provide and protect. How do you frame that in the, the context of an initiated man or a safe man or a man who's on this type of path of loving from the standpoint of getting better? What is providing and protecting? That's a great, great question. Um, safety is a good word that comes to, but I like to use the word presence. Safety is a, safety is a, is a, is a, is a, a proxy word, but, but presence is so important. Um, so the question is provide what? Because most women I know make more than most men in their lives, so can't be money, um, you know, and 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 protect, but protect from what? Most I, I used to be married to a woman who was a sharpshooter, so trust me, <laughs> she knew how to use a, use a weapon. But here's the thing, though, I could be present with her, and it was interesting how I would see this woman who, like I said, could take a 45 and you know and, and hit the target just fine right but when she was in a feminine space wanted to be held right not even physically the space held cocooned if you want to use that term okay so that she could become the butterfly so if there's anything for a, a man to provide it's that cocooning if i can use that as an analogy it's that safe space for her to grow, for her to figure it out, for her to make the mistakes that she needs mm -hmm. to make, to give her the grace that she needs to have, okay? So that she comes out and becomes a butterfly. Your job is to create the cocoon. Love that. That's good. We got a butterfly sharpshooter. Because <laughs> <laughs> we can be anything. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Hey, hey, like I said, it was it was it was really really amazing because because like I said, you know, she was a director on her job, so she didn't need me for money. Like I said, literally, she shot a weapon better than most men. Literally. Presence. That's it. Presence. Holding space for her in creating space and room for her to be mm -hmm. wow. and, it, and it's okay and it's okay but that meant that i had to be able to have the nervous system right that wouldn't get flustered um creating that space yes, yes. thank you because now that's the thing that's the that's the thing like what you know like men having the information tools knowledge and desire to be able to be that steady inside of themselves mm -hmm. so, so that they can then be that for another right you got to start with yourself you yes. have to be you, you have to be able to you know cook for yourself clean for yourself make love to yourself uh, embrace yourself, be present for yourself, secure yourself.
first. And then all of the other things that overflow from that, that's what makes you a blessing. I was going to share with the people that, you know, you've done such deep dives in this material. You know, you, you talked to me about being a part of a male rites of passage called Sacred Sons. And yep. then you've done the deep dive into comedic yoga and tantra and sexology. So much so that you've created a course called Meet the Yoni. So you've d dived into yourself and now you really have aligned yourself with being present with the feminine and teaching other masculine how to meet the yoni, the power of that. Of course, this podcast is called the Liberated Pussy Podcast. So mm -hmm. we want to know that the masculine is very fami familiar and acquainted with the power of the yoni. Talk a little bit about the power of meeting the yoni, what that's about, what's there, what magic awaits the lingam owner who can engage and ride these waves. Right, that's beautiful. Uh, basically, you know, the, the yoni is a Sanskrit term for sacred space. Uh, I like to use the term almost like a church or a mosque or a synagogue. Um, the re reason I like to use that term is because th that is a term of rev reverence. That means now when you approach this Yoni owner, what she is now is like an usher. You all are keepers of the temple. So it's a, it's a completely different reason to come together now. Okay. Now, now we come together to maintain the temple. Now we come together to have church okay <laughs> and so i mean just that alone you're bringing something else to the table so it elevates your your sexual expression um and it elevates your spirituality i see the two as one of the same i see sex is just a spiritual energy exchange um but the meeting of the yoni first of all what i found is most men have this um, superficial understanding of the feminine. Um, she's here for our pleasure. You know, she's here to serve us. Um, and that's it. When you have a healthy appreciation for quote unquote, the yoni, and I started with the basics. I mean, you know, uh, we went through it and we talked about everything from a woman's cycle, that cyclical nature and knowing the parts of it and how she shifts and changes hormonally all the way over to trauma. Um, and I don't necessarily mean sexual assault trauma. It could be pregnancy. Pregnancy is very traumatic. I've seen it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and at each point and stage and place um, that the Yoni owner in our life is how we need to adjust and how we need to show up. And so um, the whole notion of meeting the Yoni was we're no longer going to uh, approach the feminine from a place of she's here to serve us but we're here to serve her. Mm. We're here to give. As a matter of fact, that's what we do. You know, um, um, we, we're here to give as men and, 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 and we can be blessed in the giving. You know, that's what's important. Uh, so that's, that's what Meet the Yoni was all about. It was uh, 10 weeks, uh, ultimately being 12 weeks of men talking about everything from how to pleasure a woman all the way to to understanding, like I said, things like um, um, menstrual cycles and things like um, uh, sexual assault and th those those types of things, and we looked at it from a man's perspective. That's what that that's what was important, right? Mm -hmm. That's what was important. Um, 
And I think I think we took a lot a lot of it. It was really really powerful uh, to get together as men because at the end of the day, the men in your life want to generally be there to facilitate to facilitate pleasure uh, in your life. That's what they want to do, right? Mm -hmm. But what we can't assume is that just because um, I'm 18 now, I know how. You know, we can't make that assumption. So therefore, we consciously made an effort to learn. We consciously made an effort to uh, get to know the Yoni owner and her body. Um, I would argue that probably better than a lot of the Yoni owners themselves. <laughs> Which Just is, to keep it 100. Isn't that unfortunate? Sad. That is unfortunate. That's so but that's why we're here doing this work, because we are teaching ourselves and other women how to really understand their bodies, their energy, their emotions, their seasons. And their cycle to celebrate it, to really mm -hmm. to to be involved in it, because we've just been in a world that has, um, you know, made everything so dirty or right. You know, we always use that, that term. I'm, I'm a king and a queen on the planet. How can you be a king and a queen of a planet and not know the planet? Mm. How can you secure your planet if you don't know the planet? Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm, the reason I'm using and I'm using that. So, so how can you be her king if you don't know her? More importantly, how can you be her king and you don't know how to get to know mm -hmm. her? Keep in mind that she's getting to know herself, too. And if you're doing it just right, you're helping her to get to know herself. Mm -hmm. I, ideally, she should be learning about herself through you. I, ideally. So you're mm -hmm. more like a facility. I tell me all the time, you know, right? You, you like an Uber driver. <laughs> you, you, should, you should drive. You take the keys, but you don't determine the destination. Thank you. Lord have mercy. This is like an answer to prayer. I swear. <laughs> I literally, when I got divorced, I said to myself, if I ever, and I don't have any intentions on marrying again, like it's not something I'm looking for. Um, but I remember saying, Oh, if I'm going to partner, I have to partner with somebody who's going to the destination I'm headed to, even if I'm not going. He's on his way there and we can go together. Yeah. <laughs> that is what I need. And, and he can drive. He can drive and I can get in the passenger seat. Right. right? Like, but this we're, we're going to the same place. You're headed though. in the same direction. Yes. You know, when you hit the Uber app, you only pick up a driver that's near you. <laughs> <laughs> if you hit the yes. Uber app right now, you're not going to pick somebody that's in Dallas or Houston, right? right? You're going to find somebody that's in your area, generally speaking, headed in the direction that you want to go mm -hmm. already. Mm -hmm. Keeping in mind that you're choosing the direction. Women are the choosers. You're choosing the direction. His responsibility is to give you a safe passageway to that next I destination. Shay. I say that. That's a beautiful analogy. Glory mm -hmm. to God, goddess. I think I mean, people can ooh, see that. Yes. That is so, like, I am mm -hmm. just very, as you drink water out of the wine glass. <laughs> I just, I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a jokester. Um, but that is really powerful. And I think the thing that resonates with me so deeply is how important it is for women to really know our role. Mm -hmm. And like you said, women are the choosers. Like I know when I was in my relationship, what I was aware of was that I had an idea 
of where I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. But at some point I realized, oh, that's not where he wants to go. Mm-hmm. We're not going in the same direction. Mm-hmm. And that became the deeper challenge. That was really, and, and so what I know as a woman, it's important for, it's important for me to know where I want to go. It's important for me to be committed to where I want to go. So I can't be moved off of my square. But then even so, communicate that, Monique, because I think, again, women might know and, and, and be committed, but not saying, not commit, not communicating. Right. Well, I think, I think that, I think that's a few, that's think that's, I think that comes after we've communicated to ourselves that we believe in ourselves enough, that we're devoted enough to ourselves, to, think to what we we're can up to. Get it, that we can <laughs> right, actually get exactly. where we want to go. Then yeah. one, and that's what I had to get clear about. Like, mm-hmm. once I got divorced, I was like, okay, let me get busy going where I want to mm-hmm. go. Now I'm, I'm in, I'm running a school, I'm doing clients, like, but I wasn't, because my energy was really going to what he wanted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Subtly, mm-hmm. because we were divided. So as mm-hmm. women, we will sacrifice ourselves, yes. mm-hmm. and then, right, and then we're frustrated, and then we're pissed, and then we're bitching to our girlfriends and all this sort of, because we, because I wasn't committed to what I said I wanted. Because he don't want to do it now, I'm not going to be committed to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting. It's interesting you say that. I'm thinking about one of the most. Uh, widely known marriages publicly that we were aware of, Martin Luther King and uh, Coretta. <laughs> you looking uh, for your Coretta? Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes. But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, just to give, give you some, 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 uh, some, some mm-hmm. deal, Martin Luther King, it was the last probably six or seven years of his life that really, really put him on, the, like, on, the, on that pedestal. Mm-hmm. When he went up against the Vietnam War, when he started speaking out, right, about this war. But where did that come from? You got to understand, he was a civil rights activist. Mm-hmm. He wasn't a war activist. Guess who was? Coretta. Coretta <laughs> had been a war activist before she met him. Okay? My point is, the reason that he was assassinated because of Coretta's motivation and dream and my point is mm-hmm. is that she found someone who basically was taking the thing that she was doing as a look as, as a young lady mm-hmm. you know she went she went over to uh i can't remember the country right now and was protesting the the war in in, in world war, in, 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 right after world war ii mm-hmm. okay hence this whole notion of protesting the vietnam war well that wasn't a martin thing you know what that wasn't martin's deal that was her thing and that's why you know him today. Mm-hmm. That's why he, wow. he has a statue in D.C. today. Mm. Not because the, I have a dream, but because he was able to take Coretta's package that she handed to him probably 3 o'clock in the morning in intimate moments. Mm-hmm. And he put that on a, on a, on a, on a, on a, on a, on an international stage. Mm-hmm. And so I I advise men all the time. You know, man, if you want to talk to your mama's 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 mama or your daddy's 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 daddy, talk to that sister in the hours of the morning. She'll be a portal for mm-hmm. you. Um, and then you get the play. Then you take the play and go out and run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so good. 
Uh, this is so good. Wow. Okay, Detrick, you're going to have to come back too. Yes. Last question for you, Detrick. It's been beautiful. Your insights have been truly usable. Like people can take this, we can take this in our hearts and use it right now. How do you personally align to love and truth? How do you do it? I try to stay authentic with myself. Um, I have to to um, be okay with myself. I don't I mean, I, I guess I'll, you know, I write 750 at least. Actually, I write 777 words every day on purpose. Um, just to reflect on over the last 24 hours, um, how, how truthful and how real was I with myself? And, and the reason I do that is because once I'm good with me, then I can be good with you. I mean, and more importantly, I, I, I don't have to put any demands on you to be anything. I'm, I'm, and so it's about finding contentment. And that doesn't mean everything is good and, you know, all the time. That doesn't mean I got a pocket full of money all the time. It's just the opposite. But can I find some, a level of contentment? Uh, so authenticity is a word um, that, keeps, that comes up for me. And more importantly, I want to be me regardless of whatever you do it. Here's what here's here's what I hope they say when they put me in the ground. Hmm. You might not have liked it, but you knew what you were gonna get. <laughs> you might not have loved him, but you knew what you were gonna get. Matter of fact, I hope if I've done this right or I'm doing this right, someone can tell you something about me that's bad. And you can be like, like yeah, that he did that. <laughs> or, 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 or something that's good. And be like, that sounds great, but no, that's not him. Because he is so consistent, okay, that you can set your clock by him, okay? And it has zero to do with you. It has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with you just gave me some money, gave me some yelling, whatever you gave. Nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with me being me and who I say I am. And being consistent with that. Once I do that, I can live with it. You don't have to like it, but I can live with it. And that's, that's, I think that's what, that's what kind of keeps me kind of sort of motivated and, and, and present. Consistency. That is so beautiful. You tied it right back around mm -hmm. to what it is to be an initiated man, what it is to be a lingam owner in his power and understanding the value of the feminine. And that is being that rod or being that, what do you say, pole? Mm -hmm, the pole. <laughs> yeah, that pole. Mm -hmm. That, that yes. pole. That, 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 pole that, that consistent thing. Dance on. Hello. Yes. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Literally. Hold on. The reason she can dance on it, because she knows when she jumps on it, it ain't going to fall hey. over. <laughs> she knows when she puts a little bit of weight on it and swings around, that pole might move a little bit, but yes. that pole is solid. You can count yes. on that pole. Mm -hmm. Yes, the storm can move all mm -hmm. around, but the pole is all steady. around. Mm -hmm. Thank Beautiful. you. Thank you for being who you yeah. are and your example you, and your light. We love you. We appreciate you. That thank amazing. you very much. <laughs> Thank Have a beautiful much. day. I say, everybody. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.